the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Woo-hoo! day. It is all mine. Glad to have you guys here with me for hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Back rocking the Facebook Live. Facebook wanted me to be gone forever, babies, but you know you can't keep this good woman down. Glad to have you guys here with me for hour two. 888-344-1170. Wednesday's hump day means I got to bring in the man, the myth, the legend. Backseater call sign. Fighting Meadows, (laughs) the financial thought doctor, Dave Elhoff, to talk all things economics. We'll bring him in in a moment. Uh, Later on, we've got another dose of Disney woke to share with you guys. Uh, They just have not learned. And we got it. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But we got to keep bringing. We got to keep putting a spotlight on that. And then we've also got. Uh, is it a disturbing trend that so many young women, there's reports of young women wanting permanent sterilizations as a response to the overturning of Roe v. Wade? So um, we've got that to share with you guys. 888-344-1170. Um, before we go any any further, I've got to bring in my man. I, I, before I go to the man, the myth, the legend that is Fighting Meadows, I've got to bring in the man, the myth, the legend that is Potato Skins. Yeah, who doesn't like a good potato skin? I would bet good money that, that El Hoff is a man that, that loves potato skins. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm sure he does, particularly since he knows all about money and the potato is quite economical. It's very economical. Uh, hello, financial thought, Dr. Dave El Hoff. Absolutely. Fighting potato skins. I'm all, <laughs> there you go. All over. <laughs> you know, I was thinking um, earlier, I was thinking, I, I used to love that TV show, Sex in the City, back in the day when it was on. Um, now I can't watch it in reruns. But there was a, there was one episode in which Carrie wants to buy a, a, her apartment. And she goes to see Big, Mr. Big. And she says to him, he's like, why are you here, kid? And she says, I have no money. You know about money. I need to know what you know about money. And I thought, you know what? That's why I bring in Dave Elhoff, in addition to being fighting meta. <laughs> he's my Mr. Big, here to tell me every week what I need to know Mr. about Meadows. money. He is. So thank you for being here in the news you can use every week telling me what I need to know about money. Um, okay, so lots of news today. In fact, I want to start... With a, a, a story that, I mean, everybody's talking about inflation today, and we're going to get to that. We're going to get to some El Hoff, some uh, financial thought doctor's wisdom on what you need to know about money and what you should do. But I actually came across this story that had to do with Janet Yellen. And Mrs. Ukraine came today without the sash. 
um, but looking like Mrs. Ukraine, fresh out of a, of a beauty pageant, begging for money in the form of weapons, that was bad enough. And then I see this, according to Newsmax, that Janet Yellen has called upon uh, nations, including the U.S., to put a freeze on debt held by Ukraine. And so that's one of the topics I want to ask you about, Financial Thought Doctor. What does, we're $30 trillion in debt right now. Um, what does this mean for us financially? Well, you absolutely nail it because it means a lot for us is that where's all this money going to come from? And I think what Yellen and the Federal Reserve are pushing for is a great reset. Mm. And the great reset is where they things get so bad they have to do something different, right? And, you know... A couple of weeks ago, I was at this show that I missed your gig, mm-hmm. and Sam Phillips, the guy that started Sun Records and discovered Elvis Presley. And Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, and Jerry Lee Lewis. And one of his favorite sayings is, if you're not doing something different, you're doing nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I tell you, what's going on here is this Federal Reserve is not going to do what it needs to do. And that means shrink the government. Yeah. That's what's got to take place, folks. The bigger the government, the smaller the person. As simple as that. So if we forgive or if we uh, delay these payments that are owed to us from these third world countries, and Ukraine's a third world country, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it is. And a corrupt one, by the way. Exactly. Completely. Totally. Of course, Russia. I mean, Russia's getting rich off this war. Mm-hmm. And then you have a president over there begging Iran and the Saudi Arabia to give us more gas. And we have over 200 years of supply of oil and gas in this country and coal. And I'll tell you something. Many people say that, well, these coal plants are so bad. I'll tell you what. I ask anyone out there, go and visit a coal plant. Mm -hmm. Anywhere you can, visit it. I guarantee you, you're going to see no clouds above that coal plant. It's so funny. A few years back, I went traveling through New Mexico and went through this coal-fired plant. Mountains of coal piled up next to it, and it was heated up. You could see the heat coming up. No dust. Mm -hmm. No smoke. It was so clean. It was unbelievable. And now you have this president went out today at a coal plant. I don't know how they let him on that coal plant to say, I'm going to raise your cost of living because we need to get clean energy. And then let's look at the clean energy and the problem with that. You know what's filling up our, our, uh, our garbage pits today? Batteries. 20-year-old solar panels. Oh, yeah. That they don't know it. Because they're now not making the kind of energy that they started out to. 
You know what else is filling it up with? Old turbine blades from these windmills out here that are killing birds and everything else on there. And it's not efficient. No, no, it's not. Right. And and I'm glad... Right. I'm glad you brought up the fact that these coal, these coal mines are clean because I, I, I'm fascinated with the world and I love travel and I've become fascinated with the northernmost town uh, in the world closest to the northern North Pole. And it's a place called Svalbard. And um, it was originally populated because of coal, coal, because of coal mines. And so I was watching this thing over the weekend uh, about uh, Svalbard and this this little climate dude from Norway was like, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, this is supposed to be a coal mine and yet I don't see any dust. I don't see any, I don't see anything coming out of it. He was like so shocked because, you know, people just, they just are believing whatever these gas bags from Al Gore or whoever is just telling them. Meanwhile, it's destroying us. In fact, there's a report out today, Elhoff, that the solar panels, they're, they're t- at the same time, they're telling us that this heat wave is, an, is, is proof that climate change is killing us and we've got to get off of this gas and go to, and go to alternative energies. Britain is reporting that their solar, solar powers, their solar panels are melting and they're not even working over there. It's insane. But, but I want to get back to, to Ukraine for a moment. We're talking to Dave Elhoff, the financial thought doctor, um, because I'm glad you mentioned, um, that this is about the great reset. Um, because it, it's, it, and you mentioned two things. This is about the Great Reset. Ukraine's about the Great Reset, and it's making Russia rich. Um, that's exactly what this is about. The, the, the fact that when I read her statement, I read, this is Janet Yellen, I read it, reiterate the call to all other bilateral official and private creditors to join this initiative. She was calling upon Canada, France, Germany, Japan, the United Kingdom, and the United States. This is just such an, this is just so obvious or should be to the American people that this whole Russian Ukrainian situation was, was a way to propel everybody in the world into the Great Reset. And this and this is an is an economic means. It's it's one of the economic elements, right? Uh, to to get us there, um, and uh, um, and and it, it could bankrupt us. Do you know how much money Ukraine uh, owes in debt? Not a clue. I don't either. But it's got to be big because yeah. this because there uh, are the six creditor company uh, countries uh, are capable of holding a lot of a lot of paper. Um, and they're the ones and they're, they're, it's, it's not China. Um, but the spillover effects throughout, she's talking about this, um, she says, we've got to join this initiative. She asked the world to join the initiative, assist Ukraine as it defends itself from Russia's unprovoked and brutal war where Russia was pushed in there by Biden, in my opinion. Um, it's going to have spillover effects throughout the world. This is just blatant. Um, moving on into inflation. Um, Joe Manchin's kind of getting a lot of a lot of pats on the backs today uh, for saying this about inflation. Skins, please play clip nine. Uh, the criticism I'm getting uh, from the people who are saying what Joe Manchin strings. I'm not stringing you all. Don't you believe inflation is the number one thing in America right now that's hurting every human being? But an increasing number of lawmakers are blasting Manchin, insisting now. He's right. This is the number one issue. And they're trying to that number one issue is inflation. And yet they're out there hammering climate change. Um, and then you have the president of the United States going out. Uh, you, you know what? I'm going to make your cost of living go higher while he's talking at a coal yeah. uh, plant. 
and <laughs> he's going to do executive orders and all this to push us into this this crap about green energy, which is inefficient, folks. Inefficient. It is not going to solve it. They're going to shut down these great jobs that people have as coal miners, as people have as doing oil and gas discovery, as doing natural gas discovery, and they say, we're going to create new green jobs. It's a lie. It is there a- are no green jobs that pay the same way because they, the, the medium is not efficient. Well, not only that, but most of the solar panels are still coming out of China. So this is just another way to usher in the Great Reset, the New World Order, the global economy, make us dependent on China instead of uh, an energy independent. One of the worst things that Trump did in the minds of the Democrat was, uh, and, which was a critical part of America first to make America great again was to restore independence, independence of the individual, independence of businesses, independence of industries and independence as a nation. He was the, And that's why this Jan 6 committee exists to stop him from running again. Um, one of the other things that Manchin did um, was he rejected a minimum tax on multinational companies. That was something else that the that the left wanted. They wanted a 15 percent minimum tax on uh, any company that was doing business around the world. Manchin's reason uh, for not going along with this was he said, we can't go down that path overseas right now because the rest of the countries won't follow and we'll put all of our international companies in jeopardy, which harms the American economy. So I give him credit for not wanting to go along with this minimum 15% tax on multinational companies. But I, but again, Manchin continues to show his inner liberal because he's like, we, 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 we can't do this until the rest of the world is on board with it. Your thoughts? <coughs> Well, I go back and ask the question, what would Trump do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would not, he would negotiate to the point where everyone else is going to share in a fair, their fair share of the cost of this. We are not going to be the burden of responsibility for all this. The United States, he says, if we're going to participate, everyone else is going to participate on the same level. So, And also, Manchin, he would also say, just to advance the conversation before we run out of time here, he was also about multinational companies trying to, instead of hitting them with taxes, he was about how can we, how can we incentivize them to bring their operations back here or grow exactly. what operations they have here in the United States instead of trying to punish them somehow for the fact that they've got overseas operations going on. Right. I, I tell you, absolutely right. And now Biden, with what he's doing out there, I mean, he's an enemy against the state. Yeah. Everything he does is degrading, degrading America. I loved America first. I love make America great again. And this guy, he has no clue. And I mean, it's even the New York Times is coming out and saying this guy has got a screw loose. So what are you going to do, folks? Number one, you got to vote and you got to vote against this oppression. And this is what it is. It's Mm -hmm. oppression. Yeah. 
And what else do uh, they need to do financially? I'll tell you what. You need to assess where you are based upon what's going on today. And the problem is, is that what you see is something different than somebody else that's with you, like myself. What I see may be very different. And now tell you what, going back to Fighting Meadows, it's the guy you don't see that gets you. Yeah. And that's what I see. the guy coming up from the rear that's in your blind spot and you know what and i know that one of the reasons why i wanted to do these segments with you is it can be really if you don't we're not experts of the you need an expert to help you with this i get inundated every day with oh here's the if you've got a thousand dollars right now here's the stocks i got an email like this today here's the stocks you should buy there's just you know americans right now want answers they don't have the expertise they don't know where to go and we're 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 subject we're vulnerable to to people that pretend like they're experts or, you know, when they're just looking to make a buck. And I know that you, I know you, and I know that you do right by people and that you've got a different approach and it's not the, it's not the same kind of crap that people get in emails every day. Tell people how they can get a hold of you. 619-548-0965. And right now I'm all about protecting America's wealth, the individual's America's wealth. Mm-hmm. I'm all about protecting. And there are strategies out there to protect you from what's coming down the road. And I can help people with that. 619-548-0965. I'd love to have a 15-minute conversation with you. And if you don't like what I have to say, we can go our separate ways and ways in peace that's right it's not like he's gonna drop a bomb on you from the back seat of the plane as fighting meadows <laughs> all right my dear dave elhoff financial right. thought doctor thank you for being here you bet uh, thank you all right take Bye. good care all right now stay tuned should we should we keep having fun talking about disney is disney fun anymore I don't know, but we got to share a story with you guys because our culture is so under attack in every aspect, and particularly with with one that's a beloved institution of children. We're going to share the latest story with you when we come back. This is the Andrea K Show on AM eleven seventy. The answer, San Diego. Andrea K, the Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Are you ready for another daily dose of Disney woke? <laughs> you know, I, I come from a family where Disney was, we were obsessed with Disney growing up. Still kind of am. Still kind of, uh, we, we have been too, up until, you know, really up until COVID. And so this just makes me really sad because, I mean, we, we didn't, we haven't just loved Disneyland and Disney World because of the rides or any of that. It's, it's, it's the combination of, yeah, the rides are so, so amazing, like Indiana Jones. I mean, just the creation of, uh, you know, just the creative ability, the genius that goes behind a ride like Indiana Jones or even a classic like Pirates of the Caribbean. The fantasy, right, that's involved where you can just set aside, uh, you know, um, set aside your, you know, reality and set aside your disbelief and just immerse yourself in a completely different world. I mean, I even love Small World Ride, okay? I think I'm like... They have a new Star Wars ride, Andrea, and it's literally like you're in the movie. Right. I, I said Small World, though. 
Do you like small? I want to avoid that with the 10-foot pole. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love every ride. I even love going up and down Main Street and going oh, in Main and out. Main Street's the best. I love going in and out of the shops. I love everything about Disneyland. I love California Adventure. Um, I was never, I, I, I never went young enough. I think I was seven the first time I went to a park. So I was never the two or three-year-old that was, you know, wrapped around the legs of Minnie Mouse. But I have nieces that were. And there, you know, the whole princess thing, you know, um, came up, came around as I was older, but just there's the sweetness of it. You know, there's just something so just pure. And I get that there's like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. There's stuff that's kind of whatever. One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, But it truly is one of America's greatest cultural entertainment, creative innovations right that is just the joy that it brings to people and to see it being destroyed with wokeism and liberalism is just truly heartbreaking because it's like trump said everything woke turns to beep and it and it really does here's the latest disney has changed its cast member names at the park at disneyland um and i'm assuming disney world as well from fairy godmothers um to fairy godmothers apprentices instead of fairy godmothers in training. And when I initially was like, from fairy godmothers in training to fairy godmothers apprentices, I don't get it. And it's because I don't think like the left. They got a problem with the word mother. Godmother. Well, there's no there's no gender neutral word. There's either godmother or godfather, right? So they've got it, they've got to change it. This is uh, cast members at Disney's Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique now will be called Fairy Godmothers Apprentices instead of Fairy Godmothers in Training. Uh, the change is an attempt for the theme parks to be more general neutral. Uh, Walt Disney World News uh, today shared um, on Tuesday. Um, the change has already been reflected on both Walt Disney World and Disneyland websites. The Disney blog also reported on it. A post there on the Disney blog streaming the magic said, quote, this way cast members that might not identify as female can still be part of the process to dress up and style the children without having to refer to themselves as female Disney character. So are we going to have men dressed up as as female characters and dealing with children? Is that what's going to be going on at Disney? Maybe that's the next step. Well, that's what they're saying right here. Cast members that might not identify as female can still be part of the process to dress up and style the children. This is no. So basically, as I read this, we're talking about nothing any different than drag queen story hour. What's the difference? Men dressed in drag, men dressed as females interacting with children. That should not be happening at Disneyland. If you're a cast member, what Disney should be telling people, if you're a cast member and and, and you don't identify and, and you're a man and you're identifying as a female, then, then, then there's other jobs we can do for you. We can have you sweep up around the trash cans. We can have you pick up trash. We're not going to have you working in the bibbidi-bobbidi boutique. No. What about what, about what the families want? Has there been, I'm not aware, has there been, has there been an uprising of families that have been demanding that the workers in the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique no longer be called Fairy Godmothers in Training? Not to my knowledge, but you actually just said the perfect thing, which I think Disney is, what they've been doing for the past several years, they are ignoring what the families want. Right. 
They're allowing, this is about allowing a fringe, a tiny fringe of the United States to be a Trojan horse to destroy the rest of society. And that would be bad enough if it wasn't exploiting little children. There was a video going around from another park, Sesame Place, I guess. It has to do with, with Sesame Street. I've yeah, never heard uh, of it. Yeah, here in San Diego. Um, but although I, I didn't think, I wasn't sure that happened here. Anyway, there was a character. Well, maybe there's one outside of San Diego. I think there's one also in the East Coast. And there was these two little African-American girls. So cute. They look like they were like, I don't know, six and eight years old maybe. And they're waiting. The character's coming down. I never watched Sesame Street. Oh, I did. I'm not that familiar with the character. I didn't like, I, I didn't, as a kid, I, I didn't like. I would have pictured you as a Sesame no. Street watcher for no. some reason. No, no. I didn't like cartoons. I was always me. <laughs> I I watched real movies with real with, with real people. I didn't I didn't do characters. I was the biggest Big Burger fan as a kid. I didn't do characters. I didn't do I didn't do cartoons, and I didn't do human beings dressed up in in costumes. I just really wasn't interested in that. So I didn't watch Sesame Street. Um, so anyway, one of the characters is um, coming down and these little girls are just, you know, and the characters waving and hugging people and whatever. And they're like so ready to get a hug from this character. And he looks at him or she or he waves at him, you know, like no, literally says no. And then hugs the little white girl next to him. Now, let me tell you, that's bad. That's really bad. That's bad. These parks, yes, we have adults like like you and I that love Disney, that love, you know, amusement parks that, you know, can suspend our disbelief. We love the whole we love the whole fantasy of it. But primarily it's for children in my in, in Oh, my I agree. Mind. It's 100%. for children. And they their little hearts and minds need to be protected. Whether they're two little African American girls who are absolutely darling, by the way, the way they were just such cute little girls. And my heart, I, I mean, I'm about to cry right and now. Imagine what that girl. did to that. Little oh my girl. gosh, the looks on their faces! It, it's just devastating, absolutely devastating. And it's the same thing to me um, when you know a child has been is being put in a position to where they're being confused because they've got some man dressed up like a as a woman and the, the looks on these faces I see it see in some ways the same expression on some of these kids that are taken to a bar and forced to put dollar bills into a man's g string as he struts around. It's just devastating. Shame on Disney. Shame on Disney and shame on any of you in the LBGTQ movement that are behind this. And, 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 and the LBGT movement, by the way, so many of the activists aren't even gay, lesbian, trans or anything, because what they are is this is really a Marxist movement. This is really about destroying America. They don't care anything about trans people, by the way. That's not what's going on here. And they certainly don't care about children. Well, I hope Trump's right. And I hope Disney suffers extreme financial hardship. I hope this. so, too. But you know what? People still go. Um there's a lot of major Disney fans that are like, you know what? I used to buy annual passes. I'm not anymore. This is a tweet from somebody's account, Disney Dreaming. This is a major Disney fan who's like, this is mental illness. The magic is gone. This and that's what's going. This is mental illness and the magic is gone. We're going to take a break. We come back. Interesting story for me that I want to talk to you guys about that has to do with women, uh, you know, getting going the route and choosing permanent sterilization reportedly as a result of overturning Roe v. Wade. And this can be a little bit of a sensitive topic, but hey, I've never been one to shy away from sensitive topics. So we're going to talk about this when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. AK. 
Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I don't mean to brag, but I just, during the break, just got the answer to every Jeopardy question right. And of course, I know I have no way to verify this, but trust me, I got everyone right. Um, and I did, by the way. Um, and the questions had to do with bugs. So don't, don't, <laughs> not that I'm like, uh, what are the, what's the name of those people that, that um, bug experts? What are the bug people? You might have to. I was just going to call them bug people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's people that like make a whole career. Oh, there of, are. Yeah. I don't know in bugs. Um, I, I hate bugs, by the way. It's one of the, you know, it, being free of bugs and the bugs that we have in the South is is benefit alone makes it worth the skyrocketing cost of living in no, San Diego. No, we don't Diego. know what bugs are over here. No, we don't know what bugs are. We don't. We don't. We don't have the cockroaches, the flying cockroaches. We don't have all kinds of fire ants, all the kinds of, of bugs that we have in the South. We don't have that here. Okay. Um, so, um, big reports coming out today that all, all of a sudden, um, all these all these young women are seeking permanent sterilization procedures following the overturn of Roe v. Wade. And when I saw some of these headlines, I thought, "Wow, um, that's really extreme." Is this uh, is this a bunch of women that are trying to get attention? Are they trying? Is this some kind of like? Um, almost like, you know, prisoners will do a food fast to get attention as a form of protest. Like, is that, you know, I literally was thinking, what's this? I'm suddenly hearing all these reports about sterilizations, not something that we hear reported on much in this country. We don't really hear a lot of women talking about sterilization, tubal ligations, for example. Um, suddenly we're hearing about this and, and the mainstream media is saying as a result of overturning Roe v. Wade. So I wanted to get inside of this because, you know, I like to do these pop culture topics to kind of figure out what's going on with this country and so um, we came across skins and i came across this clip this is from nbc news and it's out of texas um in which they have come across a woman's health domain which is a clinic in austin texas uh, which is reporting that they're getting all kind they're fielding more calls than ever and they're asking for permanent sterilization and i want to play this clip for you guys and uh, you'll hear from some young women themselves and what's going on here. Skins, please play clip two. So are you for sure that sterilization is something that you want to do or just something you want to learn more about? I think it's for something for sure I want to do. And she's not alone. Google searches for sterilization procedures surged by as much as 200 percent after the Supreme Court decision. And membership in some Facebook support groups for women seeking the procedures has nearly doubled, with one group growing by 2,500 members since the ruling came down. Being able Groups Megan Salon and Ashley Ball both joined. So, Megan, you already had your tubes removed. Yes. And, Ashley, you're about to begin the procedure? Uh, yeah, I'm in the process of consultations. What was behind the timing of when you decided to have this procedure? After the draft decision was leaked, um, I decided to... Uh, scheduled the procedure sooner than I had originally anticipated. What was it about that leak that made you say, I'm going to do something for myself now? Well, I've always known I ha- like didn't want children and I didn't want to be in a position where I didn't want children and would lack access to contraception as well. So like Megan, I have always known that I didn't want kids. And when we started seeing more of the restrictions coming through, 
that's when I scheduled my first consultation appointment. They say others like them are often dismissed by doctors who are reluctant to perform the procedure. You're told that you are too young to make this decision, or what if your significant other wants children someday? What if you change your mind? What if you change your mind? Um, What if you regret this someday? Let's be honest. There's a lot of judgment around the decision to have this procedure, around this decision in general. What do you say to people who don't understand? Sterilization or permanent contraception is just as permanent as choosing to have a child, right? So a lot of the arguments against it, like, well, what if you regret it? You could say the same thing about having a kid. It's a choice. They ex- uh, what I found fascinating about this is this in, in the media, in the lead up to this, in the headlines, they're presenting this as though, oh, my gosh, look at what the Supreme Court did with overturning Roe v. Wade. They're forcing women into sterilization. When the reality is, is when you listen to these young women, one of them has already had four kids. We cut out the interview is quite long. We cut it down. One of these women was 27 years old and had four kids. She should be thinking about some sterilization. The other one's like, you know what? I never wanted to have kids. And when that, when I started hearing more about these restrictions, I thought, you know, maybe I should do something. See this and, and this entirely proves the point of so many of the pro-life movement. These young women, one of which had already had all the children that she wanted to have and the other never wanted to have children. We're basically going to continue. We're, we're going to, I wouldn't say continue. I don't know if they've had abortions in the past. We're going to use abortions as birth control. Instead of taking the responsible step of preventing pregnancy in the first place. It is a permanent decision. One in which they're happy to make. In fact, they're saying they don't like the judgment against it. They don't like people criticizing them for it. It Really, my question to them would have been, why haven't you done it before? You know you didn't want to have any more kids? Either you didn't want to have any at all, you didn't want to have any more. What's What's been the holdup? To me, this proves the pro-life position. Instead, they're trying to position this, for, this, this as forced sterilizations because of these evil Supreme Court justices and these conservatives. This is what responsibility looks like. Young women saying, you know what? I'm going to do the right thing and I'm going to prevent pregnancy in the first place. Except they're not doing the right thing, really. They're only doing it now because the wrong thing is no longer available to them in instances, which is to just, you know, I'll just blow it off. And if I get if I get pregnant, I'll just kill kill my my preborn child. So um, I've known I've got family members of mine that is that planned planned the tubal ligation. I'm going to have my husband and I, when we get married, we're going to have two kids. And as soon as I have the second kid, in fact, before I even leave the hospital, I'm getting my tubes, my tubes done. Almost every woman in my family made the decision beforehand and which uh, how many kids they were going to have and before leaving the hospital had the tubes done. Why not? It's called being responsible. So that's my take there. Another option, though, is I don't know if these women are married, but another option is having you fellers handle your business. And we also have some, uh, I see wrinkle face over there. We also have, <laughs> we also have some men in my family that decided, you know what, I'll take the bullet and I'll get the vasectomy and then you don't have to have your tubes done. So there's that option as well. What do you guys think about it? 888-344-1170. Any of you brave men out there? I couldn't get any Larry the Lactators. I couldn't get any men to step up a while back when I was looking for a Larry the Lactator to help us out with the baby formula shortage. 
Any of you, you fellas out there, good enough for your for your woman, your wife to to get the to get the snip? Let me know. 888-344-1170. We're gonna get take out a, of here. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. We come back. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K show. What are these crazy bipartisan Republicans and Democrats cooking up for election? Election bills. We'll share that with you when we come back. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before the break, I was talking about the increased reports that everybody, so many in the left, are horrified about, which is women getting, you know, forced sterilizations. Right? Um, I should probably tell you all the story about uh, Mama when my dad was overseas and. She wanted to, to get her tubes done. She had already decided this with Daddy. He was overseas uh, in the Vietnam War, so she went into Dr. Stewart's office and said she wanted her tubes tied. And he was like, "Well, you know, I can't. You know, I can't just. I can't just do it. I, this is like back when you know Mom was in the Marines, and you know there was protocol how to handle medical stuff. And so um, he basically did gave her he. He performed the procedure and then basically put on put on the the, the uh, documents under medical records that he had he had performed an appendect an appendect appendectomy is that what it's called had her appendix he pretended he had removed her appendix to get her to, to get her tubes tied because she and daddy had decided they weren't going to have any more kids and she wanted to get it done and she you know he was overseas she wasn't on the military base but she wanted to go ahead and get it done so yeah um you know this is what responsible people do right uh so we've got a caller on the line i put it out there for the break i said hey any of you fellas out there out there willing to do this, willing willing to, to, to bite the bullet for your women out there. And we have a caller on the line, Rick. Hello, Rick. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Good evening, Andrea. I love your program. I love your spark nature. <laughs> thank and you. I love how you interact with skins. <laughs> well, thank you. We have a good time together. Yeah. The, the, the history is... My wife was going in to have a prenatal for the fourth child, and I was going in to get a vasectomy that same uh, day. And she went into prenatal, and I went in to get the procedure done. And before my procedure was finished, an orderly came down to uh, where I was at, and said, your wife is in labor. And when you're finished here, you can go up into delivery. So I finished the bisectomy, and then I went up, and I was uh, part of the delivery of our fourth child. Well, how? Uh, well, hat tip to you, by the way, for being a man and stepping up to the plate for your woman doing what needed to be done but I mean how dicey was that having to go from the operating room to the delivery room were you in some pain there I don't mean to be too personal but I I wasn't even thinking about the pain it it was you know all that was happening up in delivery that mattered to me and everything turned out beautifully The, the child was born and uh that was the fourth and final well, three, th- of the, three of the children were born in the Bronx, New York, 
and the fourth and final was at UCSC Medical Center. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for yeah. calling in, Rick, and sharing that, and thank you for being a good guy and a good husband and, and uh, being willing to do that, because there's so many men that are like, no, you know, I, I would never do that. Like, it, I just want to point out, just because a guy yeah. says no, there are circumstances, doesn't yeah. make him a bad guy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We, we understand right. yeah. that. So you know, And you know what? It's a personal decision between a couple, right? I just think that right now, everybody's trying to make it seem like that's the worst thing in the world, because they want to push abortion, right? They want to push abortion, so they want to act as though somebody making a choice like this is just so unheard of, and nobody ever talks about it's like everybody in my family has done this. Even Mama got got Doctor Stewart to falsify records so she could get it done. Right? I mean, this is just what we Absolutely. do in my family, right? So yeah. you know, I, yeah, like I, you said, it's not talked about. It's nobody's talking about it. But you know, you know, Rick, if you listen to the show, you know, I like to talk about things other people are not talking. You got any? We're up against a break in a moment. Anything final you want to share? Well, just that I we we decided that she wasn't going to take any of those. Uh, uh, birth control pills because that created a, another disturbance in, in a woman's life. So, uh, you know, I'm glad uh, you pointed that out because actually, birth control pills, which is one of the reasons why so many of my family have done have done this, because birth control pills are linked to cancer and they mess your hormones and they create all kinds of issues um, if for, for a woman physically. And they're well, not well, and they're not always 100 percent effective. So, you know, this is oh, the right thing to do. True. Well, Rick, we got to leave it there because we're almost out of time. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate God. you. God bless you both. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye bye now. Um, Sweet call. Yeah. What a great guy. We have the best listeners, just the best people out there. Um, okay, so tomorrow night's show, before we run out of time, the one and only Dr. Naomi Wolf is going to be here. She's got a new book coming out. You know, she's been the one with a team of 3,000 people, del- you know, d- diving into the Pfizer documents to tell you the truth about what was going on with the clinical trials on the, on the COVID shots. She's got a book out called, it's actually coming out next week, called The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and The War Against the Human. So she's going to be here on tomorrow night's show, so you're definitely not going to want to miss that. We have our 24-hour call in line. If you want to call in on any of the topics we talked about tonight or anything else, 844-814-5227. That's 844-814-5227. And you can also email me at andrea at andreakshow.com. I've got lots of emails from there. In fact, i got some stacking up. I might want to read a few emails on tomorrow night's show. So anyway, thanks to... Uh, to everybody tonight, thanks to the listeners, thanks to our man, Financial Thought, Dr. Flying, Fighting Meadows. Thank you, Skins. And we will be back here tomorrow night on Friday Eve, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Follow me on all the socials. I'm back on Facebook at Andrea K. Love you all. Peace out. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.